pair of new federal bills would give franchisees more rights. Pandemic-era pizza sales aren't quite what they appear, and California's heat wave has become the backdrop for a labor battle. Welcome to RB Daily, a quick look at the top industry news of the day from the editors of Restaurant Business. I'm Joe Guskowski, Senior Editor for RB. And I'm Peter Romeo, Editor-at-Large for RB. Franchisees would get some new rights under a pair of bills that have either been introduced in Congress or will be introduced. U.S. Representative Jan Schakowsky, an Illinois Democrat, said last week she plans to introduce legislation that would let franchisees sue their franchisors over violations of federal franchise rules. Meanwhile, U.S. Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, a Nevada Democrat, introduced legislation that would require the SBA to publish default rates for certain franchisors every quarter. Americans ate a lot of pizza last year but they didn't necessarily eat at a lot of pizza chains. According to data from Technomic, pizza chains thrived last year, with sales rising 6% among pizza concepts in the top 500. Yet all of that sales growth was concentrated at the top. In fact, remove just two chains, Domino's and Papa John's, and the total sales actually fell by $300 million last year. The typical pizza chain last year saw sales decline 4.3%. Labor advocates are using California's heat wave as leverage to give the state's fast food employees a direct say in how much they're paid and what sort of working conditions they can expect. Fight for 15 and a union says the inhumanely hot local units of national chains underscore the need to pass legislation setting up a wage and workplace review council staffed in large part by fast food employees and union representatives. It's coordinating demonstrations to spotlight stores whose air conditioning proved inadequate when temperatures soared past 90 degrees. A ghost kitchen company founded by former DoorDash staffers has raised $25 million. Local kitchens will use the funding to open more digital food halls, multi-restaurant facilities where customers can order from multiple concepts on one ticket. The food halls combine ghost kitchen tech with some on-premise elements, such as customer-facing storefronts, kiosk ordering, and limited seating. It has four locations in the Bay Area and hopes to add more in California and beyond. New Jersey is providing local charities with $10 million for the bulk purchase of restaurant meals, which will then be distributed to residents in need. The indirect and unusual aid approach is in in addition to the allocation of another $20 million in grant funds specifically for restaurants and bars. Papa John's is going big into Germany. The Louisville, Kentucky-based pizza chain said it has a 250-unit deal with PJ Western Group to expand into the country over the next seven years. PJ Western was already one of the chain's largest operators in Central Europe. The operator in 2019 acquired 13 locations from a different pizza restaurant and has opened seven locations in Madgeburg and Leipzig and plans another six locations in the country this summer. R.J. Gruntz, Let Us Entertain You's first restaurant, is giving its iconic salad bar a digital makeover. The restaurant is largely credited with inventing the self-serve salad bar, but the pandemic put the kibosh on that kind of serving style. Instead of having a server-attended salad bar station, R.J. Gruntz created a digital chopped salad bar. Dining guests compose a customized salad by marking off up to 10 ingredients on a card, and a chef prepares it and it's delivered to the table. To-go salads can be customized and ordered electronically through Chow Now. Snack Pass insists it's not just for college kids. The ordering app that began on college campuses will use a recent $70 million funding round to expand into big cities like New York and L.A., where it believes both consumers and restaurants will like its fast, affordable, and social-driven takeout app. 
Lead investor Kraft Ventures also wondered whether Snack Pass could hack it off campus, but was won over by the fact that many of its existing users aren't students and that recent graduates who moved away kept asking for coverage in their new towns. And that'll do it for today's episode of RB Daily. Tune in tomorrow wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Peter Romeo. And I'm Joe Guskowski. Have a great day.